You're listening to The Way Out, creating financial freedom through network marketing with Andrew Logan. This podcast is your step-by-step guide to building and growing your own business and creating passive investment vehicles. If you crave legacy, wealth, and freedom, keep listening. Hello and welcome to The Way Out Podcast. Andrew Logan here. Great to be with you as always for another episode, episode 204 on this Monday morning here in Australia. Hopefully you had a great weekend as always. For Angie and I, we had a beautiful weekend. We went away, we sort of switched off for a little bit, just had a relax and social weekend with some really good friends, about 10 or 12 of us all flew down to Melbourne together and had you know nice dinners and went and watched the football games that were on. I'm a big AFL fan. I grew up playing AFL. It was round one of the AFL. Uh, if you don't live in Australia, you don't know what AFL is. It's one of our football codes. It's the one I grew up playing and loving. And uh, you know the MCG, where the the games, the, a lot of the games are played. It's sort of the heartland of AFL. We had 85, 90,000 people there Thursday night, Friday night. Uh, the two games we went to, absolutely incredible atmosphere at both games. And so just great to get away, obviously, and switch off for a little bit, catch up with some friends, go out for nice dinners, watch a football game that I love, and be surrounded by enormous crowds again. And one of the things that happened, obviously, and it actually it happened, I was in Melbourne a month ago working, like down there speaking at an event, um, and we're down there again this weekend, and it it happened this weekend again, and it was funny because it reminded me, and it happened last time I was in Melbourne a month ago, and I was like, oh, this is going to be a great like podcast lesson. It's going to be a great story to tell on the podcast, but then you know, things happen and you get distracted, obviously, and you don't quite get around to creating that podcast episode. And then it happened again just the other day flying home from Melbourne. And it was like, oh, this is perfect. Great story to share on the podcast. And what I want to talk about was when we were flying home, in particular, flying home, not as much when we flew out, but it was really evident when we fly, flew home. Now, I'm sure we all know what it's like when you're lining up for a flight and there's like the priority and the early entry and then there's the sort of standard general boarding lanes and all that kind of stuff. And planes, obviously, being on time is incredibly valuable financially for them. And also as a customer service thing, they need to be on time. So they have processes that they take people through. And for us, we fly with, uh, you know, Virgin in Australia. We we have the Platinum, the top level with Virgin, and we, we were flying that trip business class. And so you have the early entry, you know, the premium entry lane. But what was funny was when they're making the announcement and there's always, you know, the people with young children or the people who need extra support, you know, just mobility challenges, you come through first, then we're going to get to our priority boarding. And then they went through this list and it was like, if you're, you know, business class, if you're platinum, if you're gold, if you're silver, if you're also with one of our alliances in um, airlines, if you're like with the One World Alliance and you're this one and this one and this one. And they went through all these priorities. And then if you're none of those in your general boarding, then you're over in this lane. And the funny thing was that the priority lane was about twice as long as the general boarding lane. And it hit a point where it was taking longer to go through the priority lane than it was through the general boarding. And people were actually just moving from the priority lane over to the general boarding. Now, perfect time to just pause, obviously, and discuss, yes, does getting on a plane earlier (laughs) allow the plane to take off faster? Does it get you to your destination faster? You know, we can have all those sort of, you know, fun arguments, obviously. And and as we said before, yes, the planes want to have an efficient, as as efficient as possible, boarding and and um, 
debarkment or uh, deplaning, a little mental blank on the word there, but they want people boarding on and off the plane as quickly as possible, obviously. But yes, does being at the front of the priority line versus the back of the priority line get the plane off any faster? No. And, you know, we always laugh at the people with those nasty cases of premature evacuation, you know, people who are in row 27 and the second the plane lands, their seatbelts off and they're standing up and then they're just standing there sort of in that awkward half stand under the baggage compartment for 10 minutes while the plane sort of still has to taxi and everyone else has to disembark the plane, all those sorts of things. Okay. Putting all that aside, the point of the story is in this scenario, if everyone's a priority board, then no one's a priority board, right? And it's not about anything else at the end of the day, but the lesson underlying here was that in this case, and it was especially evident, but you see it more and more and more. It seems to be happening more and more and more that everyone essentially had that chance to become priority. Now that's great that everyone has the opportunity, but it also takes away the value. It takes away the great thing about having the priority entry is that you can get up and be straight on the plane faster. Now we look at that same lesson and we look at that same learning in our network marketing business when it comes to leadership, because it's a classic mistake we see in leadership. And it's a very difficult mistake to overcome um, when you are, you know, especially for our very blue personalities, our very nurturing, emotional personalities, because you have that can't leave anyone behind and And even the whole network marketing mantra these days is it's all about systems. It's all about having that one system for everyone. But if everyone is a leader, then no one's a leader. If everyone's getting the special bonus training, then it's not a special bonus training. If everyone's been invited to the sort of secret room meeting stuff, then no one's really being invited because if it's everything to everyone, you don't actually separate the people who are really pushing forward, who are really making an effort versus people who aren't making that effort yet. Now, yes, again, you know, there's people who are busting their butts off. They are working so hard and they just haven't quite hit that rank yet. They haven't quite had the results yet. And yes, there's also people who lack or, you know, are fortunate to sort of fall into some ranks that maybe they don't deserve. You know, there's always going to be a an arbitrary figure of what is a rank or how many enrollments or what do you need to do? Like there's, there's never going to be a completely, totally fair line that you draw and say, this is, if, if you're this rank, you're a leader. And if you're not there yet, okay, well, you've got to get up to that rank. Like it's never going to be a hundred percent perfect, but it is just the mindset that when you have the people who are pushing, when you have the people who are doing bigger things, when you have the people who are really committing a thousand percent to changing their life and growing themselves, you need to be having different conversations with them and you need to have them in a separate room where you're not having the entry level, nice, fluffy conversations. You are having the more serious business, financial mindset conversations. And coming back to the case of the, you know, the story of the plane just over on the weekend, like, and again, this isn't about, you know, give me more stuff or blah, blah. Like it's, it's not meant to be like that. It's just, you know, Angie and I do fly a lot and we do commit to this one airline and their one group because, you know, of the benefits and we want to maintain the benefits that we get. 
And, you know, just yesterday when I came home, I was booking our September. We go away every September because that's our wedding anniversary. And, you know, we always try and go somewhere, you know, a little bit different each year and a little getaway somewhere. And last year was our 10 year. So we're in the Maldives. That was a special one, obviously. And looking at the flights the other day, yeah, we paid four to $500 more for our flights to make sure that we stayed with, you know, our airline and the partner airlines of our airline. Now that does mean, yes, we get the lounges and all that kind of extra stuff when we go, but it was also making a $500 extra commitment to make sure that we were honoring the value that we were getting out of it. And it's the same where you are going to have people who are busting their absolute butt because they want to be recognized. They want to be invited to the next level. They want to be having the different conversations. They don't want to be having the general nice stuff. They want to be having the really strong conversations that you have to have when you treat this like a business. And if we devalue that for them by just allowing anyone and everyone into these conversations, we frustrate them. And that's why they want to leave. And again, there were people who were frustrated at the premium boarding and just going around to the general boarding. Very small example, just tiny little life moment that happened. But the point is we see it a lot in businesses where we want to invite people to the leadership table before they're ready. And again, especially when you do have that very, you know, blue people first personality, it's about rewarding their potential. It's about showing them what's possible if you keep doing this. The problem is 99 times out of 100, you actually overwhelm them. And what happens is when you start bringing them into these rooms where they're having higher level conversations and more difficult conversations sometimes, again, that you need to have when you are making six figures and above, you need to start having more difficult conversations with how do you spend your time and how do you split up your day and how do you manage your team and all these sorts of things and sacrifices that you need to make as far as time spent with certain people. Those conversations, you actually overwhelm these people and they're still like, oh, I'm still trying to find my third enrollment. I've got my first two. I've got potential. I've got excitement. I can see the vision, etc. But they don't need to be having those conversations yet. We don't want to essentially scare them off. The other thing we can do as well is that we overwhelm them with, it's actually like there's so much now that I have to think of that we take them out of the game and we take them away from just doing the fundamentals. They get so caught up with, I need to be doing all these extra things as a leader. I need to start setting up my own Facebook group. I need to set up my own systems. I need to run my own Zoom calls, all that kind of stuff that we take them away from, hey, let's get your foundational skills in place. Let's lay this, you know, rock hard platform where you are just going to go out and you're just going to get really good at just enrolling and supporting, enrolling and supporting, enrolling and supporting. You don't need to be running events, running Zoom calls, running Facebook groups, running systems, all that kind of stuff yet. You just need to crawl so that you can walk, so that you can run, so that you can sprint. And then if you have people who want to sprint and you're tying them to people who want to crawl or who aren't ready to walk yet, the sprinters get frustrated as well and they want to leave. So as much as it seems really like a great idea, and again, it's a very common thing to do, it can really start to cost you because we overwhelm the people who are still learning to crawl and we frustrate the people who want to sprint. And leadership should be like, when we really talk about leadership in a team, you really should be looking at a handful of people. Top income earners, top, top income earners will tell you, man, I worked with like five or six people. 
And if the top income earners are telling you, I worked with five or six people from a leadership point of view, then there's a clue, right? That it's probably unlikely that we're going to work with 10, 15, 20. You're going to have a lot of people do a little bit. You're going to have a small amount of people that do a moderate amount. And then you are going to be able to count on one hand the people that absolutely sprint and go crazy. And those people have to be separated and we can't, you know, feel sorry for the others. We have to say, this is the reality. This is invitation only. And the right people get the FOMO. The right people say, you know what? I'm going to step up. I'm going to get that invitation. I'm going to grow. If someone quits because you didn't invite them to the, to the leadership meeting after three minutes, they'd been in the business three minutes and they didn't get every single perk and every single opportunity just handed to them on a platter and they quit they were never going to change your business anyway, right? Their expectations were way off right from the very start. But when you make that commitment, when you're consistent, when you grow, when you develop yourself and then you get there and it is exclusive, you appreciate it more. But if there's nothing exclusive about it because everyone's invited, there's no appreciation, there's no goal to set, there's no drive and that momentum from the very front falls off. So, so often... You know, we can talk in, we can talk at times where people are like, oh, it's a pyramid, blah, blah, it's a triangle. So I'm just going to blah, blah, blah. Okay. But actually in reality, in anything reality, yes, you're going to have like, there's a, a, a people in, in, in the peak, there's the CEO. Okay. There's the top of every organization. There's the top of the school. There's the top of the church. There's the top of the company. And then there's a lot of people in the middle and then there's entry level people at the bottom, right? That is in anything, <clears throat> excuse me. Even in one of the very, 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 very first videos when I did, I actually recorded this video down when I was at the MCG, standing in front of the MCG, talking about how like, there were 90,000 people there in the crowd the other night, right? And of those 90,000 people, they all love the game. They all get dressed up. They all paint their faces. They all wear the team jerseys. They go out and you would have had a million people sitting at home watching it who liked it you know what, I like the game, but I don't like it enough to actually go. And then you've got all the people who liked it enough to go, who started to love it more. But at the end of the day, there's still only sort of 30 or 40 people running around on the field, actually really at the peak, right? In anything we do. And there's going to be all these people who love the game and want to be part of it, but they're not right at the point where they're actually running around on the field, right? It's in everything we do. But I want you to actually picture that triangle and I want you to spin it 90 degrees so it's like a sort of arrow, essentially. And we think about so much of like, if I can just get behind the big arrow, the big back section, and if I can push, if I can push more people from the front, uh, push from behind, sorry, if I can push more from behind, I can get that arrow moving. But it's actually the other way. You want to like, who are these people at the very front? Let's get them cutting through the air. Let's get them accelerating and they bring everyone else behind with them. And that's why we need to have a separate room. That's why we need to have exclusivity. And that's just, again, that's one of those business conversations. It's one of those conversations that we can have on a podcast like this, because for everyone who you know, watches my videos, everyone who follows me on Facebook, there's still a, a smaller percentage who actually listen to the podcast every single week, right? You, know, you just know those numbers. So there's people who like my general social media posting. There's people who click the like button. There's people who click the love button. There's people who actually connect and comment. And then there's people who actually 
genuinely come in, listen to the podcast, subscribe to all those things. So we can have this conversation here about, righto, you're at the front of the triangle. Let's drive that triangle faster rather than sitting at the back. Like, how do I get that person who liked my post to love it to comment? Let's actually look at, right, let's sit at the front and have these exclusive conversations. And that's how you want to think about your business. If everyone is a leader, no one is a leader. If everyone is invited to the exclusive training, it's not that exclusive, right? And all you do is you overwhelm the new people. You overwhelm them with the conversations they don't need to hear yet, taking them away from getting the foundations, taking them away from learning the fundamentals, taking them away from just getting their business off the ground. And on the flip side as well, you frustrate the people who are like, man, I've been committing, I've been doing all this, I've been working so hard. And then you just give everything the reward that I was, everyone the reward that I was working so hard for. And it loses its impact. It loses, they lose their passion, they lose their excitement and they go off and they book with another airline or they go off and they stand in another line, all those sorts of things. And in this case, they go off and join a different company, they go off and join a different leader or whatever because they're saying, man, I'm pushing my butt here. I need to see that exclusive recognition. So I hope that helps. As always, it's a bit of a a real conversation, a raw conversation, but it was just funny seeing it the other day and it was a a great reminder of, you know what, at this very moment in time, and again, in this very one scenario, did we get on the plane? We were slower getting on the plane, but did the plane land any slower? No, we still got back to Brisbane at the exact same time. We still had a nice meal, had a little nap, had our relax, all that kind of stuff, but... The whole point was just sitting there thinking, you know what? What's the point of having a priority boarding line if the priority boarding line is bigger than the general one? And there were frustrated people. There were certainly very frustrated people like, why am I even standing in this line? And, you know, for them, hopefully it doesn't affect what they do. For the airline, hopefully it doesn't affect how they go. But in our business, it is a very real problem that we see all the time and it's something we need to address. Now, speaking of people who really uh, love the content, who really drive things, who really help uh, grow this podcast alongside you know uh, everything I can do, obviously, but they're coming along and really trying to help grow this thing as well. I want to recognize our subscriber of the week, Spin the Wheel, give them a prize. Lisa Griffin, speaking of Victoria, speaking of Melbourne, um, she did reach out, but unfortunately, she's two and a half hours away. It was a little bit too far just to get into Melbourne, but Lisa is someone who like shares every single podcast episode on her story. She's on every single live event. She's on every single training. On that subject, super quickly, sorry, Lisa, quick tangent <laughs> while the subject's here. Uh, we've got some le- leadership training coming up in May, so keep an eye out in the, in the Way Out community. I'll talk about it on here as well. Uh, we've also got a 30-day real challenge coming up in April, and next week on the podcast as well, um, because I'm picking him up from the airport on Friday, uh, next week, after I've picked my mentor up from the airport on Friday, I'm going to bring on my my eight-figure mentor, my very first mentor, the person who really showed me how to do network marketing. We're going to do a live interview in the Way Out community, and that's going to be up on the podcast here afterwards as well. But Lisa, I want to thank you and everyone this week who has supported the podcast. I'm going to spin this wheel. And you've got our attraction marketing program, Lisa. So send me a message. I'm going to send you the attraction marketing program. Um, if you already have it, we'll figure out something else for you. If you want to be subscribed the week as well, if you want to be in the draw to win a prize, spin the wheel, all you got to do is take a screenshot on your device, pop it up on your stories. Let me know your big 
light bulb moment, the learnings, all the things that you've taken out of today's episode. If you really want to help, if you really want to help us grow the podcast, because I want to hit before we hit episode 250, I'd love to double. I'd love to double over the next 50 episodes. Uh, I'd love to just double the downloads, double the audience, double the growth. Uh, and if you want to be part of that, so that, you know, obviously with more growth, with more downloads, we can commit more time, bring more guests on, give you even greater content. If you want to help with that, the best way you can do that is to leave a five-star rating and review. So if you're on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, all that sort of stuff, go in, leave a five-star rating review, take a screenshot of that as well, send it to me, let me know. I can thank you. I can even spin the wheel directly for you as well um, because that's going to be the best way to help us really grow this podcast and get it out there in front of more people. Anyway, finishing up there, I hope you had a great weekend. As always, hope this episode has helped and we will see you for another podcast episode on Thursday. Catch you then. Thanks for listening to The Way Out, creating financial freedom through network marketing. Connect with Andrew on Instagram and Facebook at Andrew James Logan. For your seven-step system to financial freedom and other tools and resources to help you grow your business fast, go to www.andrewlogan.net. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a five-star review. Until next time, keep moving forward.